Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. In 1 Samuel chapter 3, we read that the Word of God was rare. But the good news is that God doesn't just fold up His tent and go home. He's on the move. He's just moving in an unexpected way. And we begin to see the glimpses of hope in verse 3 when the narrator tells us that the lamp of God had not yet gone out. Well, this comment situates us as to the time of day. It was in the darkest part of the night, right before the sun comes up. The light of the Lord throughout the night, symbolizing the presence of the Lord with His people. And this little comment also lets us know that even though Israel was in a dark time spiritually, God was still present. The light of God's presence had not gone out entirely. But what would be unusual to the first audience is the position of Samuel in comparison to Eli. Samuel is the one positioned closest to the Ark of the Covenant, not Eli. And add to that, Samuel is the one whom God is calling, not Eli the high priest. So there is a reason to get excited here as we see that God is up to something, but we wonder exactly what is God going to do and what is Samuel's role in all of this? Well, as we continue to read the story, we see that Samuel hears God's call on him, but he thinks that it's Eli calling him, so he goes to Eli. And Eli sends him back to bed on three different occasions. And we have this interesting comment in verse 7, don't we? And one that sounds a little bit familiar to us. It says, Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, and the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. Well, that sounds an awfully lot like what we read concerning the sons of Eli when it says that they did not know the Lord. But in that instance, we said that Eli's sons had no regard, no respect for the Lord, that they had despised the Lord. So is that what we're saying about Samuel as well? Well, no. We must let context guide us here. It says that Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor had the word of the Lord yet been revealed to him. In other words, Samuel was happily and faithfully serving the Lord under Eli in the temple, but he had had no direct revelation from God yet. But that's exactly what we're taking place right now, isn't it? So on the third time when God calls Samuel, Eli finally figures out what is going on with Samuel. Now remember, Eli's spiritual insight was fading. So he gives some instructions on what to do the next time God calls Samuel again. You know, I remember when God was pulling me into ministry. I remember the events, the stirrings, the burdens, the moments. I didn't know exactly all that was going on. And some people around me had a pretty good idea, but not me. And it took a while for it to settle on my heart and my head that God was calling me and God was being patient with me. And He's patient with you as well. Not patient in regards to your rebellion, so to speak, but patient with you in wooing you and pulling you along in holiness. You may say that God doesn't seem to be very patient with Eli or with the people of God at this particular time in history, but you must remember that this was the buildup of generations of sinfulness and deliverance and the repeated cycle of such. And this here is the climax of the story. In a time when God was not speaking to the high priest, he breaks in and speaks to a boy, Samuel, calling his name twice, reminiscent of God's call on Abraham, Jacob, and Moses, perhaps indicating to us that something significant was about to happen. And God says to Samuel, I'm about to do a thing or a word in Israel at which the two ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. The idea of tingling is to quiver or vibrate. The news will be so shocking and devastating that the people will quake from their heads to their toes. And God tells Samuel that he will do exactly as promised 
concerning Eli's house. So notice the language here and how God gives this message. Verses 13 and 14 of chapter 3. And I declare to him that I'm about to punish his house forever. God is speaking as if he was speaking to Eli personally at this point. And in a way he is. But the message is going to need to be transmitted to Eli. How will that happen? Through Samuel. Samuel is being lifted up for us to see that he is now the prophet of Israel, from whom the word of God will pour forth. God is on the move in 1 Samuel 3 through his word. And God is on the move today through his word. And I want to encourage you to be in it day by day. As you pray today, please remember Sarah Philemon, our missionary in Romania. And also remember the Kasi Life Word broadcast that's heard throughout Kenya and Tanzania.